studying meditation-related challenges in Western Buddhism. Buddhist-derived meditation is becoming increasingly used to promote physical, emotional and mental health in the Western world. Although an extensive literature supports the many benefits of meditation, the adverse effects remain underreported. The Varieties of Contemplative Experience study was initiated by Dr. Willoughby Britton at Brown University in Rhode Island to investigate the potentially darker side of meditation. The practice of meditation has been used in mindfulness-based interventions for a wide range of conditions, including depression, anxiety and chronic pain. Documented outcomes of mindfulness include improvements to health, happiness and well-being. While such meditation has become increasingly popular, there is only limited information available on the broader and more diverse range of effects that may arise from practicing meditation. The Buddhist teachings explain that practicing meditation can be expected to lead to shifts in perception, emotions, knowledge and behaviour, effects that range far beyond the impacts on health and well-being that form the focus in the Western world. The term nyam refers to a wide range of experiences ranging from inner calm and out-of-body visions to a multitude of distressing psychological disturbances, including elevated fear and paranoia. Meanwhile, Zen Buddhist traditions describe the perceptual side effects that can arise during meditative practice as makyo. While both nyam and makyo may be interpreted as signs of progress, they are also acknowledged to represent a potential source of difficulty for the meditator and sometimes require additional forms of support or intervention. Dr. Willoughby Britton at Brown University in Rhode Island initiated the Varieties of Contemplative Experience study to explore meditation-related effects, as described by Buddhist practitioners in the West. She was particularly interested in experiences that were unexpected, challenging, difficult, distressing or functionally impairing. Sixty Buddhist meditation practitioners from across Theravada, Zen and Tibetan traditions were recruited along with 32 meditation experts who had taught extensively in a Buddhist tradition or had applied Buddhist meditation in clinical settings, or both. Dr. Britton and her team conducted semi-structured interviews based around detailed descriptions of meditation-related experiences and phenomenology. Meanwhile, expert practitioners discussed the challenging experiences they have seen in their students or patients and described how they interpreted and managed these experiences. A qualitative analysis approach was used to achieve systematic organisation and description of the interview data from practitioners. Dr Britton and her team categorised 59 categories of meditation-related experiences across seven domains – cognitive, perceptual, affective or emotional, somatic, cognitive or motivational, sense of self and social. Each category was reported by an average of 20 practitioners and five experts, indicating high consistency in reporting across participants. The cognitive domain included executive dysfunction or problems with concentration, memory or decision-making, delusions and the loss of thoughts or concepts. The perceptual domain included hypersensitivity to light, sound or sensation, hallucinations, distortions in time and space, and derealization, where phenomena appear dreamlike, unreal, two-dimensional or as if in a fog. 
The affective domain included both increases and decreases in emotional intensity. Many meditators reported experience of intense fear, anxiety, panic or paranoia, emotional reactivity and re-experiencing of traumatic memories or flashbacks. Other meditators reported the opposite, flattening, blunting or loss of emotions altogether. The somatic domain included common physical symptoms like insomnia, headaches and loss of appetite, as well as more unusual experiences, such as electricity-like voltage or currents of somatic energy surging through the body, sometimes accompanied by involuntary movements or convulsions. The primary impairment in the cognitive domain was a loss of motivation, interest or enjoyment in one's previous activities. The sense of self-domain included the loss or attenuation of different types of senses of self, such as feelings of disembodiment, loss of feelings of ownership over thoughts or emotions or actions, and loss of boundaries between self and other or self and world. Finally, categories in the social domain included periods of conflict, isolation or withdrawal in relationships, and occupational impairment or difficulty going to work, school or parenting children. One of the most striking findings from the study was the high level of individual variability and the wide range of potential responses to these experiences. While the average duration of impairment in functioning was one to three years, impairments ranged from just a few days to more than a decade. Some meditators were only mildly inconvenienced, while others required inpatient hospitalisation. Some meditators encountered difficulties in their first year of practice or even in the first 10 days or 50 hours. For others, difficulties didn't emerge until more than 10 years of practice. Similarly, very few of the experiences were universally appraised as negative or adverse by participants. Rather, Dr. Britton and her team found that the emotional valence and impact of experiences were dependent on complex interactions with other influencing factors. 26 categories of influencing factors were identified across four domains, the practitioner, the practice, relationships and health behaviours. Practitioner-level influencing factors included demographics such as age and gender, worldview or explanatory frameworks, intentions, motivations or goals, and psychiatric and trauma history. Practice-related influencing factors included amount, intensity or consistency of practice, practice approach and type of practice. Within relationships, influencing factors included relationship to teacher and relationships within the practice community. Importantly, relationships were viewed as risk factors for difficult experiences when inadequate but as remedies when perceived to be supportive, helpful and understanding. Finally, in terms of health behaviours, these generally represented risk factors when inadequate or lacking, such as in the case of sleep, diet and exercise. Conversely, when these inadequacies were addressed, through obtaining more sleep and improving diet, for example, they could serve to remedy the individual's distress. Again, Dr Britton and her colleagues note that influencing factors and remedies discussed by participants were highly variable and specific to each individual. Furthermore, the same influencing factors could be enthusiastically endorsed as remedies by some participants, but experienced as ineffective or even harmful by others.
Through their in-depth analysis, Dr Britton and her colleagues demonstrated the critical impact of cultural contexts and conceptual frameworks on meditation experiences, as well as the importance of how such experiences are appraised by the individual. It emerged that multiple and sometimes conflicting interpretative frameworks play a role in the experiences of Western Buddhist meditators. For example, an individual's prior knowledge of Buddhism is likely to influence their appraisal of meditation experiences. But even within Buddhism, what is considered to be progress versus pathology may differ between traditions, lineages and even teachers. A further issue arises in that these traditional frameworks may not suitably explain meditation experiences for Western practitioners who are embedded within a scientifically orientated culture. This ongoing programme of work led by Dr Britton is underpinning the development of resources and practical methods to help meditation practitioners and meditation experiences that may be unexpected or challenging. This work is critical not only for practitioners and meditation instructors within the Buddhist tradition, but to the ever-increasing application of meditation techniques in psychology and medicine aiming to promote health and well-being. This SciPod is a summary of the paper The Varieties of Contemplative Experience, a mixed methods study of meditation-related challenges in Western Buddhists from the open access journal PLOS One. Website https colon forward slash forward slash doi dot org forward slash ten dot one three seven one forward slash journal dot pone p o n e dot zero one seven six two three nine for more information and resources about meditation related challenges please visit cheetah house at www dot cheetah house dot org <laughs>